You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to the pinnacle of wrestling entertainment, Premier Streaming Network. Join us at watchonpremier.com to unlock the ultimate wrestling experience, curated to perfection. Immerse yourself in the spectacular world of wrestling history, where classic battles and unforgettable moments are at your fingertips. Join us today and experience the epitome of curated wrestling content, because when it comes to wrestling entertainment, Premier sets the standard. Be Premier. This is the MLW Radio Network. This is the Mind of the Meanie. Here are your hosts, the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. Peace world and welcome everybody to the Mind of the Meanie, your weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, the Blue Meanie. Cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the Mind of the Meanie. I'm your tour guide, Adam Barnard, and he is the Blue Meanie. Meanie, what's on your mind? It's a heat wave. Oh my god! <laughs> I, it's fucking hot. Thank God. I mean, at the time of recording, thank God it's only seventy-seven degrees right now. But yeah. for the last few fucking days, it's been like ninety-nine. God, degrees to where like you leave the house and it's like you're walking into a fucking hair dryer. Uh, <laughs> that's Love. an that's an incredible comparison because that's exactly what it's felt like for the past like i would say week now it's been since that's been going yeah. on you can't release if you if you're watching this right now live on patreon.com slash mind of the meaning you'll see what i'm doing now with my shirt next to the fan here because i'm fucking sweating my ass off already in my house meaning yeah. is doing the same We're getting us a little bit of cross ventilation here glad i put deodorant on this morning glad the pod squad's here with us today <laughs> now I, I smell i smell like an italian hoagie from wawa i just came from the gym but pod squad's here with us today thank you so much for joining us as always meanie it is a wonderful day today because it is my birthday happy birthday sir thank you sir i appreciate that i'm 37 i don't feel a day over 36 so <laughs> it's uh yeah your birthday and then uh the day after this airs on tuesday it's mrs meanie's birthday it is a celebratory weekend for us folks here at the Mind of the Meanie. We are excited. That's right. I, I took today off. Fuck it, man. I'm uh, This is my birthday. I'm enjoying it. So what else is going on, man? Lots of stuff going on. Wrestling rumors and Time or uh, Time Warner style mergers going on in AEW. It's kind of crazy. Let's just jump into it, man. Where do we want to start this week? I was just catching up on HBO Max doc, uh, drama last night. Apparently... They're, they're going to be merged with uh, Discovery Plus, which is yay for me because I already have Discovery Plus. <laughs> uh, so you, I might need to be caught up. You might not need to catch me up because I was like, right as I was in the twilight, I was like, oh, HBO X. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, but yeah, yeah, I got where I got Discovery Plus because I get it for uh shout out to my friend Amy Bruni and Adam Barry for, uh, with the uh, kindred spirit show. I'm a big fan of the paranormal. And uh, to me, they're, they're the honest paranormal investigators. So, uh, Hey, if we don't find anything, we didn't find anything. That's right. We ain't going to just make shit up. Uh, uh, they're on discovery plus, and we got discover plus for that, 
Plus, you know, there's tons of murder shows on there and shit like that. So. <laughs> I got Discovery. So I, can, go ahead. I can watch and go, oh, well, my life's not too bad. <laughs> Putting everything yeah. into, into perspective, right? Yeah. Yes, I, got sure. this, I got Discovery Plus for as a cheap plug here. Uh, go ahead and check out the most recent episode of Foundation Radio at foundationradio.net. I actually had a conversation uh, this past week with the uh, producer and director of the documentary series Unprecedented which chronicled the last uh, few months of the Trump presidency. His name is Alex Holder. It's a wonderful conversation, but I got the Discovery Plus uh, to watch it, and it was incredible. I know we don't talk politics on here, but it was absolutely just very well done. So go out of your way to go ahead and check it out. But uh, yeah, so I, I was interested in the Discovery Plus app, and I was like, wow, this is really, this isn't bad, right? But then I jumped to HBO Max because I had that for the Carlin documentary, and I'm like, wow, they're going to lose all this content here. Like, I wonder how they're going to... Because I think they're all under the same umbrella now, right? Like, like Discovery owns Warner Media, which is a, yeah. HBO is a subsidiary of, and yeah. like Zaslov, the guy who Zaslov, I think his name is a Doug or David. He's the CEO of the company. He's basically just going in and kind of Nick Conning. He's bloodletting. Like it's just everybody is fucking gone, and they're yeah. consolidating content. Um. I know there was some rumor and innuendo, if you will, uh, regarding the AEW status. But I got to tell you, man, after after this most recent this most recent uh, merger and this most recent consolidation, I'm not sure. I don't because I I don't like to pontificate, and I don't. I certainly don't like to, you know, right put carts before the horse or whatever. But I I I'm concerned a little bit about the potential of AEW not having a home base. Um, right. What do you think about that based on your analysis of, of what's been going on? No, well, I mean, we've made this fucking comparison plenty of times before where, you know, AOL didn't want WCW on, on Turner Broadcasting. Right. And during that merger, they didn't like wrestling. They didn't get pro wrestling. Even though at one point pro wrestling was like the highest thing on their on their fucking network, you know. But then you know they had the downfall and stuff like that. You know, WCW had the well on the skids, but you know from that whole thing they didn't want pro wrestling. So I think it comes down to whether this new dude is a wrestling guy or not a wrestling guy, right? You know, right. basketball. You know, that'll be you know there forever and then they yeah you know, i think they broadcast the hockey playoffs too mm-hmm. yeah and uh i don't know if they still do baseball i know tbs was known for the braves games but right that used to be their staple yeah but uh i don't know i mean it, it's flip a coin like, yeah, yeah I, 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 the guy could get a hair up his ass one day and go you know what fuck this wrestling i don't want it on my network but sir, but sir, the demos, I don't fuck your demos, you know, and this, <laughs> right, right. Fuck you know, yeah, I, I have a budget here. I have, uh, to consolidate content and, uh, fuck your wrestling, the, 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 regardless of what brand it is. That's the thing is, is again, it, it, because we sort of have an idea somewhat that, you know, the profitability of AEW, which I don't believe that they have turned a profit yet but it has which has to do with with more of the financials on the video game which is you know whatever i'm not here to pontificate on that but like i really feel like that's going to be what what is the catalyst 
for whatever happens with AEW. It's going to basically come down to whether or not this guy wants to invest in this company and wants to continue broadcasting that kind of content on his channel. Um, well, that's what it was. What, that's what would have saved DCW. Right, right. It just needed one executive to go, uh, we're signing ECW, and ECW would have survived. Right. Uh, you know, and USA had just lost WWE. You know, so it's, you know, that would be like, you know, they, 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 they went from having a number one company going down to have the number three company. Uh, you know, it just would have, you know, if USA just said, yes, we want wrestling. Yes, ECW. ECW would still be alive. I watched so many documentaries on stuff that reminds me of ECW where things almost failed, but at the last second it pulled out. Like, uh, what was it? The Michael Myers movie. Um, Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. I was watching the movies that made us and they did uh, like a, a series of horror movies and everything that happened with that movie, it, you know, to where people were basically working for free and last second somebody signed on as an investor and saved the day. And that's all he said needed. So, you know, going back to the AEW thing, it just, it's a matter of just a person new person in charge like professional wrestling, which for pro wrestling's sake, I hope so, but that will be uh time will tell on that one. It's what Jackal Ford saying here in the chat is that there's a large uh, quote. AEW will only be a t-shirt company crowd that's desperately hoping AEW gets dropped and failed, gets dropped and fails, which is sad, which again, I want to be clear about this, which we are a lot. You can listen to everything in the archive and listen to us at mind of the meeting. I don't want AEW to fail. I don't know anybody that wants any of these companies to fail because there's a lot of people that Meanie knows and some folks that I know and lots of people that we enjoy who are employed by this company. Why would I want anybody to be out of a job? That's fucking right. stupid. That's not in any way, shape, or form what I want to see happen. I'm just speaking about the, realis- the, the realities of business and the potential that could happen based upon a television merger and a, you know, an entertainment company merger. That, these, these things happen. Um, I don't, you know, we can sit here all day and, and sort of talk about it, but it's, it's certainly not something that we're like, oh yeah, we're cheering for somebody's downfall. I mean, you know, Christ, you went through that with EC, with ECW, you know, like you went through that and I'm sure that was exhausting. I mean, I can't even imagine what that must've been like. Um, actually when ECW was still drawing crowds, right? Yeah. We're selling out the Hammerstein ballroom yet. You know, the, the whole fate of the company was doomed in, the, in a couple months right still, still drawing great crowds and it's but. it's because of the it's because of the television deal that's i mean that like television and advertising if you don't have that it's the same reason why wcw failed when when and the fusion media deal didn't work is because turner pulled them off the station if they had kept that media deal they would kept that television network time they wouldn't have gone out i know shackleford's right. not talking about us he wanted he clarified in here no there's a lot there's a there's a large segment on on the internet wrestling community that has a lot to say about, you know, AEW potentially shutting down, but that's not well, us. It's on both sides. It's the fucking tribalism and wrestling, right. which drives me fucking nuts. There's people who want WWE to fail and there's people who want AEW to fail. And it's yay. My team. Yay. Your team. It's, uh, the, you know, the, <laughs> it's the most ridiculous bullshit thing you could want. Why not enjoy all pro wrestling? You right. know? 
it's here. It's a grab bag. There's there's something for everybody on it. And it's just because it, something might not be your fucking thing. Don't watch it. Right. It's it's like the people who you know, you know the the pastor who heard George Car- George Carlin on the, do the seven dirty words on on a radio broadcast and decided you know he shouldn't be on the air. Well, if you there's something here and you don't like it, there's you know back at back then in, in our day there was two knobs. You know, one for the uh, to turn the channel and one to turn the radio off. Right. You know, if you like something, change the channel. But let don't take it away from somebody else who enjoys it just because you don't enjoy it. Right. You know, right. Fuck off. Yeah. Honestly, that's the uh, that's the catalyst there. And I, I, you know, again, I, time will tell. Meaning, I can sit here all day and talk about it, but um, we don't know what we don't know, and we certainly don't want to say anything that is going to be inaccurate. Uh, but I do, yeah. I do want to ask you though. It's been yes, a full week now since uh, Tra, as they call him, as the kids call him, uh, uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Paul Levesque has taken over creative at WWE. Have you had a chance to watch anything? And what are your thoughts on the... A, a buddy of mine, named my, my buddy Joe, he uh, refers to Triple H as H. <laughs> H- H-A-I-T-C-H. H, Jeez. because that's how that's how Lord Stephen Regal says H, 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 triple H. <laughs> so uh, I've been calling him H for a little while. Yeah. Uh, uh, like I said, you're not going to see something drastic overnight, but you know what I've seen, I like, and I thought SummerSlam was a fucking home run. Yeah. yeah oh yeah, great- we gotta we gotta go back and talk about that in a second. See how how well yeah. we did on our predictions. Yeah, I'm just, yeah I've, I forgot what I predicted. Honestly, I think we, I think, let me, I'm pulling up the results right now. I think we were pretty close to accurate, to be honest with you. Um, pretty cool. We were, we picked Bianca Belair. We picked Logan Paul, Bobby Lashley. Um, we picked the Judgment Day. That was the one we missed. Uh, the yeah. Mysterios went over. We got Pat McAfee, the Usos, Liv Morgan, and Roman Reigns. So we went like... 90% here. So nice. let's give it up. We're going to do a special fart for this. It's the I can't shits. remember what regular air smells like. It's in celebration for our successful SummerSlam predictions. On uh, Twitter, I did like a, uh, I predicted, I was like, look, Theory loses his bid to win the U.S. title. He's going to cash in. And he ran out. He tried to cash in, but it wasn't an official cash in. But yeah. I was close on that one. You would, You enjoyed the show overall, though. Oh, it was great. Yeah. You know, we, we were, you know, we were watching in Casa Domini and uh, enjoyed it. And it wasn't that long of a show. It wasn't over the top long where you're just like, Jesus Christ, pack a fuck of lunch kind of long. <laughs> like like, re- like uh, mania before they went to two days. Yeah. Where I got my thumb on the channel change, you know, as the three counts coming down. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, right, I got it. I guess I watched it. Click, click, click. <laughs> Make it stop. You know, there's no worse when you go to a, a fucking indie show. And this show's just dragging on and people are putting their coat as the three counts coming down because they know that's the finish. And yeah. they're, they, they left before anybody could celebrate. You know, it's just like a fucking mass exit from the fucking building. <laughs> Because you, you kept people out, you know, right. when they could have been doing it. That's the, another thing that drives me fucking nuts. And the reason why I don't do too many indies 
is like, you know, dude, your show doesn't have to be more than two hours. If you start your show at seven and you're done at nine, people can make plans to do other things and your show's part of the evening. And, you know, afterward or afterwards you can have a meet and greet at a bar where like all the wrestlers and fans co-mingle at this, this local establishment that might, you know, sponsor the show and offer drink deals and stuff like that. And, you know, people, you know, I leave the, leave the bar, you know, saying, man, I had a wonderful night. I went out and saw some great wrestling, went out into a bar, had some good food, some good drinks, got to mingle with some of the wrestlers from the show. Damn, I got to do this every month. Right. You know, but now that people want to book a 15 fucking match WrestleMania indie show where they ask you to be at the building at 2 p.m. for a, a quote unquote fan fest where people go point out your photos and go, is that you? Yeah. Yeah. It's me. I'm selling my own photos. Imagine that. Yeah. Right. What a concept. Yeah. It says blue meanie. I'm standing here. Blue hair. Raccoon. <laughs> eyes. Yeah. That's me. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. What? Why'd you quit? I didn't quit. Uh, I'm standing here at a show that you're attending and that you paid a ticket for. And you'll be seeing me in that ring in a couple minutes. It's amazing. Uh, it's amazing. That, it's amazing that people just assume because you're not working for one of the big two that like you quit. That's not how anything works. Yeah. It's like a uh, Robert De Niro. Like I'm just throwing a pulling a name out of my ass. Robert De Niro. Hey, you know what? I'm not going to do movies anymore. I'm going to do Broadway plays. He's still an actor. Right. 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 You know, why don't you go back? Oh, why didn't I think of that? I'll just hop the rail and hope. Yeah. It's, hope I don't get tackled yeah. by anybody. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm going to get taken out by the female security guard, which is more, more than likely happen, she'll <laughs> hog time me, you know, on live TV and uh, kill my career. Right. Any buzz is good buzz, pal. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that's it. I don't know why I went off on that rant, but it's just like. But, no, it's true. I was happy, I was happy, I was happy SummerSlam ended at a reasonable hour. Yeah. Which drives me nuts when shows don't fucking end within, like, two hours. Yeah. You, you, all you need is eight fucking matches. That's it. You don't, you don't have to book all your fucking friends. No. You know, you don't have to. If you want to have more matches, fucking run two nights in a row. And, you know, you might save money on the cost of the building. And, you know, you can, you know, have uh, two shows, two nights in a row with uh, unique rosters. Right. And, uh, make an event of it. But now you got to run a 15-hour fucking marathon. I've <laughs> uh, I've seen it so many times. I've I've watched the three count come down and people are putting their and people are heading for the doors. They just want to feel like they got their money's worth, so they suffer through the main event, which went on like four hours after the first match started. And it's like, what the fuck? I won't mention which one it was because um, I've been to a few indie shows in my life, but there was one where it was like you know they had a big, giant main event, but it went on forever. Like not the main event, but like the show, and it was just like. All right, we're transitioning to another program that that they they may be doing, and it's like this interchanged fucking. And I was like, oh my god, I'm here. I didn't realize I was going to be here for six and a half hours. I would have planned ahead. I would have packed a lunch. I would have showered. <laughs> I would have brought a change of clothes because now I'm sweating through my clothes. Yeah, it's like fuck, Dude, man. Like when 
we used to run three PW shows. The best part was you run the show, you know, uh, main event goes off at a, a reasonable hour. You're done around like, you know, show starts at seven. You're done around nine thirty, ten o'clock. Perfect. You pay the boys. Hey, let's all go out to fucking Oregon diner. Yeah. Have dinner. You go to the diner and you all sit at the long table. Like it's the last supper. And you talk about the fucking show. And everybody's like, oh, you're, did you see this? Did you see that? Ba 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 And, you know, you go home at night and you have this little afterglow because you were just a part of something really cool. Yeah. And, you know, you can't wait to do the next one, you know? So, yeah, that's the thing, you know, wrestling shows should be fun. It shouldn't be a fucking labor of love. It just should be just something you go to a show. As a fan, you go to a show. You see a show that's maybe two hours, two and a half hours at most. Right. And then shit shows over. Oh, let's go to the bar. Let's, or let's go to the, you know, let's go to right. Let's go organizer. Let's go get something to eat. And then you sit there and talk with your friend about the thing you just watched. And this, you know, it creates this afterglow that people need to do it ne- again next month, you know? Right. And, and build your crowd and not, scare them away because you're going to hold them hostage for three and a half, four fucking hours here. Read the note, read the note for the camera. You're our hostage now. Jeez. Fucking day, man. <laughs> uh, feeling, uh, yeah, a little, feeling a little bit this morning, huh? Oh yeah. You caught me right. I'm <laughs> Red ass meanie. Yeah. 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 I'm most emotional. As soon as I wake the fuck up, you know, should we call the episode the red meanie? No, <laughs> Oh, I get enough of those fucking questions too. Why uh, aren't you the why aren't you the orange meanie? Jeez. Listen, uh, guys, I we love let me just let me quantify this a little bit. We love the ask meanie questions. We absolutely do. But please stop asking us about the color. Like I can't uh, I, I we we've answered that, listen in the archives, but I'm not, you know, it's it, it, it's there. Listen to the content. But Yeah. Ah you're you're, you're the gray meanie now. Ooh. <laughs> Why don't you be the purple meanie? Uh. Excuse me as I run head first into this brick wall. <laughs> I'm oh, sure, though. I know we've talked about it before, and I know we, you know, we've addressed it, you know, once or twice, and, and even just, you know, privately. But like, I'm an awkward human, right? Like when you see me in public, like when we met before, like I am incredibly awkward. I'm like literally Ricky Bobby. Like I'm not sure what to do with my hands, and it's just because like I don't. I don't know where to start a conversation with people after like, yo, what's up, man? What's going on? And I'm just standing there and I'm like, so weather's cool, huh? <laughs> like, I don't know what to talk about, but that's just me. And eventually I'll break out of that. But like, I like people at the conventions and stuff like that. And, and some of these folks that I meet, uh, you know, just traveling around some of these things. And it's just like, it's exhausting to be asked to, to hear the same questions asked over and over and over again. Right. Yeah, it's just, uh, I used to be like that too. And uh, I remember one time I was uh, doing a car ride with Stevie and Raven. And uh, yeah, Raven was like, yeah, when I was first breaking the business, I've, if it was quiet in the car, I felt like I had to say something. Yeah. And I would say something out of, you know, feeling like the need to say something. And then I would say something to just like either annoy somebody or, Make my, or I, I would like punish myself for saying it. And I, I'm like that, you know, like yeah. when, I, when I was younger, you know, 
oh my God, I got to say something. Nobody's talking. So this is awkward. They hate me. Why aren't they talking to me? Yeah. And I say something and I wind up Chris Farleying myself. I was just going to say that. Do you know how many times I Chris Farley myself with you? Where I'm just like, hey man, do you remember? Do you remember when we did, we said this the other day on the show? That was, that was awesome. It's <laughs> like, why did I say that? Why did I say that? Yeah. So like I've become comfortable with the silence. Yeah. Just, you know, you want to talk, you can say something. I'll listen. <laughs> and before you, before you realize I got people admitting to fucking murder because I haven't said a fucking word. <laughs> they feel like you need this fucking, this, this talk. And wait, look, if you want to talk to me, I'll listen to you all day. Right. I'll listen to you all day. But then people run out of things to talk about. And, you know, it's just, so I got this callus on my foot and uh, <laughs> my bunions are killing me. Oh man. My fucking ass. If my ass all prolapsed. I got to go to the doctor. Yeah. Fuck man. He rolled out like a shirt sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> I got those gummy bears that Al Snow was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm pure liquid. I am pure fucking liquid. <laughs> oh my might get diarrhea. I was like, get diarrhea. In order for me to get diarrhea, I need to stop having diarrhea in the first place. <laughs> Doctor says he's never seen anything like it before. It's just straight fucking some guessing. I'm like the fucking Bellagio over here. Fucking water show. Oh my god, dude! Peaks and fucking let it shoot out like a rhino. Guy crops and need fertilizer. <laughs> Load me on the back of your back. So I'll just bend, I'll bend over here and shoot it out like a water cannon. Yeah, I'll fertilize your fucking crops. <laughs> oh my god! No, I am. Uh, I am very much the same way. Not with asshole cleansing, but with uh, you know just talking. Like I find myself a lot just trying to fill the space because of the silence. Because I'm very much that kind of person who is like totally in my head. Like I need to say something because if I don't say anything, they're gonna think I'm weird. And then when I do say something, it's like, oh, my God, Blue Mini thinks I'm weird. <laughs> and I text you, and I'm like, hey, man, sorry about that. I hope everything's good. And it's just like that's the pattern of my life, you know, but I hate that. I, I, I hate I, that. I, I fell in the uncomfortable silence with people watching. Yes. Yes. And I'll stare at somebody and catch them doing something they don't think somebody's watching them do. Picking their nose or. Bring it out in public. I'm not peeking in windows. I know. <laughs> There's me staring in your bedroom. Hey, I'm like here. Neighbor. I'm the neighbor from Home Improvement. You know, just <laughs> Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, yeah. yeah but people apologize to me for saying things. I'm like, ah, it's no big deal. Yeah. You know, I've been there. You know, younger meanie was a mess. You know, in my teens, early twenties, where I felt like the need that where I had to say something mm -hmm. in order to whatever. Yeah, I'm fucking 49 there. I, I don't need to say anything. Just I just sit there and enjoy the silence and listen to other people talk. And oh, you want to you want to control the conversation? And I don't have to have that pressure of saying anything. Please go on. Be my guest. As as I nod and smile. Yeah. Um. So. Oh. Oh. oh really? Oh yeah. Ah. Oh, oh, oh. You don't say. <laughs> fuck is crazy. You know. Oh. Interesting. That is that is a fascinating tidbit. I was not aware of that. 
Yeah. Um, so the next conversation for jumping in on that, we're going to talk about JBL real fast. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's what Cam yeah. said. He was like, after the color. He goes, after you ask about the color, make sure you ask about Bradshaw. Dude, I was out there. <laughs> I was at the... Um, no. I was at the convention in Indianapolis, Indiana. I can't, uh, I forget what it was called. Square Circle Expo. And this older gentleman who was a quote unquote worker. Worker. Brings his teenage daughter over and proceeds to talk about the JBL thing to me as if I hadn't lived through it. Like, you see him and this wrestler, you know, they had a, a real fun, like he's talking to her in front of me. And I'm just sitting there like, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, I loved it. And he's like, yeah. And then he, he punched him for real in the face. I was like, and at that point I had enough. I was like, yo, you know, my grandma died from can- cancer. Should we talk about that too? Like, can, can we right. pick like other bad things for my life to talk about and explain like, yeah. uh, you know, and he, he started realizing like, okay, I'm an idiot. You know, it's like, People dictate things to you like you. Okay. Yeah. I was there when it happened, you know? Right. Okay. Yeah. I we, lived, lived through that. Yeah. Thanks. Document it. I take out the uh, Bradshaw's in the other room. Should we just go talk to him and you can see how we're, we're friends now. Right. So. We can, we can relitigate this really uncomfortable moment in yeah. my life. Yeah. Like fucking love it. Two people who haven't let it go is, you know, I mean, we're the only two people who've let it go. Yeah. And it's, I mean, somebody said something stupid to me on on Twitter. Like, like, I don't even know what it was. I said something, and then somebody just, uh huh. Bradshaw did it, and I was like, oh okay. And I usually I'm a muter, but I was like, nah, that motherfucker's getting blocked. I don't give a fuck. Why? Like, that's what I don't understand. I have the hardest time wrapping my mind around that. Like, with the whole thing that happened like two weeks ago, when Vince retired, when you were catching all that flack on Twitter for absolutely no reason. I see some of that shit and it's like, like people have a lot of fucking balls on social media, right? Like, like I don't, I've said said it before. I say it all the time. I don't do tough guy shit with anybody, anywhere, anytime, especially on social media. But like, if you got a fucking issue, come and see me and talk to me about it. Like come and see me to my face and be as fucking brave as you are on social media because I'd like to see how brave you, you know what I mean? It's like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. So, like, these folks that say this fucking ridiculous, oh, well, Bradshaw did this. It's like, the fuck is your problem? Like, is this literally what you're doing with your entire life? Touch consensual cheeks. Go touch uh, grass. Yeah. Go breathe air. Get out of the basement. Do yes. something. Yeah, I, I hate to do that whole basement dwell. No, I usually, know. You look at their photo and you're like, yeah, that guy dwells in a basement. <laughs> the, beard uh, is, the beard is all the way around the neck. All the way around the neck. Dude, my favorite is when somebody says something to somebody and they just go and screenshot their profile pic and post the profile. <laughs> it's fucked up. Right. The person asked for it, you know? Like right, if, if right. It, like if somebody didn't say anything that, that was warranted of that, I'd be like, oh man, that was a little bit too far. But you know, somebody says something real mean to somebody for no fucking reason. Right. They, and that reply, oh, I fucking pop huge. I giggle like an infant who just found his dick. You know, just <laughs> like, yep, that's Too- exactly what I thought you looked like. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. God. Oh, man. 
Where do, oh, were we talking? Oh, SummerSlam. I think we were on SummerSlam. I'm not sure. Shout out to the pod squad. Vanessa was here. She had to run. And Anthony Camerata is here. Thank you all for, Vanessa. for all Just, of the uh, birthday wishes. These are, my, these are my early meanie thoughts when I haven't had my cereal yet. <laughs> no, I mean. I woke that up and hopped on. It's just like I said, we there was a whole thing on Twitter that happened between uh, a couple of wrestling personalities, and it was just like, I, I don't do that kind of shit. Like, if you're going to say something like that, the con- I don't know the full context of the story. It's just not my problem. Your beef is with whoever you want it to be. I don't give a yeah. shit. I'm not going to get involved. But I will say that if you <laughs> say something, like, please be prepared to back it up in public. Like, if you're going to yeah. say something to me, please be prepared to fucking... Say it to my face or don't say it at all. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't have time for that shit. But, right. um, yeah, we were on SummerSlam. Back to SummerSlam and Hunter running the show. Bailey returned. Uh, EO Sky and Dakota Kai. And I got to say, man, EO Sky's fucking theme is a banger of, yes. a, of a fucking record, man. Yeah. That shit slaps, yeah. bangs, and fucks. <laughs> yeah, it was a nice surprise. It, it, interesting pairing, but... uh I get that, you know, they wanted to have a big surprise and, you know, uh, uh, like a, like a one, two, three punch. Yeah. Like, boom. Oh no, it's Bailey. Oh, pff. oh, we, you know, and then, you know, the, you know, so on and so forth. So you have like a theme to it, but I'm sure they will make it work. Yeah. Uh, I was expecting, I'm glad Becky Lynch came in, you know, and, uh, and, and backed up. But I, I, I was like, I was so waiting for Sasha yeah. and Naomi to, to come back. I feel like that's, I feel like that's probably going to happen tonight. Oh yeah, it's Friday night. Yeah, yeah. The inside baseball today was is Friday, August fifth, and uh, tonight's SmackDown. So that that's a quite the possibility. Well, she was so Sasha was supposed to be doing some kind of um, flag football or celebrity football event, and now she's not on the card anymore. Yeah. So that's the rumor and innuendo is that Sasha and Naomi have come back. Honestly, I would love to see now that Becky is out for an indefinite period of time with the shoulder, the shoulder injury. I'd like to see Sasha, Naomi and Bianca become the trio and have those, those six, you know, reinvigorate the women's division. Yeah. I think that would be incredible. It's so odd. She returns at SummerSlam and has to go away at the following year SummerSlam due to injury. Unfortunately, yeah. it's a shame. You know, I mean, the first reason was, you know, you know, she, she was enjoying motherhood. Right. Which is awesome. And, uh, you know, that's the thing, you know, you go away and people miss you. Yeah. So, uh, and when she came back in, she had that enormous fucking pop, but turned heel. And, um, that was another thing. People are just, oh, they're burying, uh, they're, they're do they even know what the fuck that means? Uh, Do they even know what that means? Yeah. There's, you know, oh, she's getting buried. No. They're, they're, they're doing this thing called a program. And, you know, their their program lasted a fucking full year, you know? So, I don't get it, you know? People want old school wrestling when they start doing, like, people, and when I say old school wrestling, I mean long-term storyline. And when they get it, they want it, you know, they want the payoff immediately because they need to know how this finishes immediately. Like, right, right. It's, it's like, you know, let's binge watch the show in one day kind of mentality. You know, that's what, you know, I think binge watching has kind of done where you want to consume it all in one day and be done with it and on to the next thing. Right. You know, 
So are we gonna do? Yeah, it's um, it's I I liked I loved the six man or the you know the the I guess it was a six man, but it was a three on three or three one match triple threat and triple threat for the uh, U.S. title. I yeah. loved the video package. I was really excited to see them start to push that title back into the mainframe. I hope they do the same thing with the Intercontinental title. Um, yeah. That was a really solid presentation. And I love that Champa is the guy that's going to like challenge for it because I do think he's a credible opponent for Bobby Lashley. Um, yeah. I'm just excited, man. I'm excited to see what happens next, but then I'm also excited to see if AEW starts to like push a little bit more because as we talked about, like competition breeds your best stuff. And you know, now that Hunter's in charge, it could potentially be something really exciting. So I'm, I'm sure AEW's due for a couple more championships. Yeah. Uh, how you, how you, yeah. I was going to say we have the trios title. We could have the, uh, the Eastern European trios title. We could have the Western European trios title and we can have the north korean belt which is just defended in somewhere in the in the water shit just bring me up the western states heritage title that's right that'd be awesome that would be great the eastern uh southwest northern um well i I mean the obvious one is the all pacific right of course of course but then we do the all atlantic right yeah and you have people who aren't from the atlantic ocean challenging for the all you know all Atlantic title. And clearly Orange Cassidy would be the one that goes over. Yes. <laughs> I love Orange Cassidy, by the way. I love the gimmick. I'm just I just a just a fun thing. I'm just messing around. Um no, I, I just I don't there's too many belts, guys. You gotta gotta tighten up the reins here a little bit. Um no, I just uh I'm excited to see what happens. How are you feeling about Moxley's run as as in uh, interim champion? It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Uh Okay, I'm blanking here. Who did he challenge for oh, the interim champ? So CM Punk was out, and then who did right. he fight at the Forbidden Door? I can't remember. Somebody help us out here. Was it? Who the fuck was it? Oh, my God, I'm blanking here. What the fuck is his name? Oh, my God, Tanahashi. Tanahashi, right? that's it, yeah. I would have gave it to Tanahashi. Honestly, but- yeah. That would uh, yeah we talked about it we talked about Moxley and Tanahashi fighting and honestly I think that would have been a a way bigger for me anyway moment. Well, that's the the, the the you know you're all about the forbidden door, you know, and you and crossover. Somebody from another promotion comes over and wins your title in the interim till CM Punk comes back and then whatever you do between him and CM Punk is I think you know you give it you know have CM Punk win the. Uh, unification match because he never really got to have a proper run right. with the belt. He got injured. He wins the world title and the next night he gets hurt in a six man match, which I wouldn't even have had him wrestle the next night at all. It's come out, have a victory speech, maybe do something on a rampage, yeah. you know, or just give him the fucking week off. He just won the belt. Yeah. Just have him know. come out and wait for the fans, kiss babies and off he goes. Yeah, have a we did it moment with the belt, you know, and then uh, see for me that would have been the moment though. That's like that's what I think. it's like. That would have been the time. Have them come out, do something with FTR, you know, celebrate, not yeah. wrestle, but celebrate, and then fucking set it up for Tanahashi and Punk. Because I, I believe at the end of, was it at the end of that six man that Tanahashi came out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just had him come out, do his fucking state of the state of the Punk speech. I won this belt. I'm proud of it. 
you know, blah, blah, blah. And then Tanahashi comes out and then you could kind of do a couple things with Tanahashi. You could do something on, uh, on rampage as well, you know, cause you're filming both in the same day. The next week, you know, have a slight physical, like face to face. Then on rampage that night, maybe have a little bit of a, a scuffle pull apart and do things leading up to it where they don't even have to really make contact. Right. Until right. You know, the pay-per-view, you don't want to give away all that stuff on, on free TV. If you want them to actually have a match match, save it for the pay-per-view, you know, but, uh, it, and it's a shame, you know, you know, uh, you know, punk got hurt like that, but as far as Moxley is champion, he's all right. Yeah. So, you know, just, uh, I wish the belt wasn't on, but then again, you're only running one, you know, once a week, you're wrestling once a week. Yeah. You know, uh, with two shows, you know, filmed in one day. So I was going to say keep the champion off TV, but goddamn, you only have like four pay per views a, a year. Right. You know? Right. Five with uh, Forbidden Door or something like that. You know, uh, all in, full gear. Uh, I'm, dry, I'm fucking blanking on other ones, but all in, full, Forbidden Door, full gear. Is it Winter is Coming? Is that the other one? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's TV special because they do TV specials now. They're, they have pay-per-view names. Right. Fight for the Fallen. That, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's I mean, like a TV thing. I enjoy John Moxley. Uh, I enjoy the gimmick. I enjoy the entrance. I enjoy everything about him. So I'm not necessarily too disappointed that Moxley was the choice, but I definitely feel like, I definitely feel like Tanahashi would have been the right choice in that moment. I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you, what, tweet us at us and let us know if we're on the right track here, if we're just like, running shit out of our mouth but i gotta say too man one thing before we move into our next part of the show i feel like I, we have to talk about logan paul in that match with the miz yeah i gotta tell you man i was impressed you know look i'm not a big fan of logan paul but no. he gotta get props to where it's due where it, whoever trained him did a phenomenal job you know uh now, could he call a match where he's in the lead? Right. hasn't been prepped up for a couple of weeks yeah. beforehand. That would be the truth. Have him go out there and work house shows every week. Yeah. You know, every night. Then have it, have him call the match and let's see how good it is. But he was very well led. They led him very well. The Miz led him very well. Okay. Whoever trained him led him very well. When you... When you have a you know a couple of weeks to train for one match and you know practice it and choreograph it and all that stuff, anybody could look great. Yeah, but it's, it's a matter of can he do it consistently night after night, and you know work with somebody with whoever would have you know lesser talent to where he would have to call the call the match. Yeah, you know if the match fall, falls apart, who's going to pull it back together? Is it going to be him? Right. You know, that, you know, for what it was, it was, it was good. It was entertaining. Uh, I can't hate on them because yeah. it, it was a great fucking match, but you know, let's see them do it night after night. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what the, what the test will be is. They'll probably put them with Corbin next. I'm sure. <laughs> Cause that's what they seem to do when they start introducing everybody. You know, they bring, they put him at the Miz and then they put him with, give him a new side. Give him a new signee from the fucking PC and let's see how well he leads a match. Yeah. 
Yeah, I gotta say, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of, in in perpetuity or of Logan Paul as a human being, just for right. some of the shit that he's done. Right. Um, but I would say physically, you know, and and in the match, I mean, you know, he did pretty okay, a lot better, not not bad, bunny good, but definitely better than I expected. I remember sitting there just being like, wow, this is okay. He hit that spot pretty well. Looks like he did a really good job. Um. But yeah, I don't think I don't necessarily think uh, that he's ready to lead uh, quite yet. But no. it definitely speaks to the to the level of the Miz, though, um, as a as a performer and as an I'll entertainer. Say, yeah, I'll say till then the time Miz is so underrated, um, unquestionably. And here's the thing: Miz came from another world into the WWE, and he was shunned when he first showed him because all oh, this guy's just Hollywood. No, he's, he's well, as, they, as they call it now, he's uh, clout chasing or whatever. Right, you know, right. He's using this as a stepping stone for something else. And, you know, he'll go on to the next thing. And no, Miz is like, no, nah, this, this is what I want to do. And, you know, he's been there. Well, he's been there forever, you know, 15, 20 years. I'm not sure yet how long, but. It's been a while. He's, he's put the time in. He's paid the dues. You know, they had him dressing in a fucking broom closet for a little bit, you know, when he first got there to see how he, you know, to test him. Yeah. So he passed the test. So, um, you know, and people still don't want to put it, you know, give him his props, but I think he's fucking beyond underrated. Yeah. He's, he's underrated for sure, but he's so goddamn good. He's yeah. so good. I love this. He's also the only two time grand slam champion in the history of the company. So that means something too, that they've put enough into him and that he does, he works. I mean, this is the second like celebrity uh, match that he's been put in with a major, major name. First was bad bunny last WrestleMania. And now with Logan Paul here, I mean, it's clearly they trust this guy with whoever they're going to put him with. And he always seems to make anybody shine. Um, So I was, you know, even that match with Cody was on raw was fantastic. Um, so yeah. yeah, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think Miz gets his props, but I do know that I have a question for you. Oh, would you like to ask me any? I would love to. It's time to ask, me anything. ask me something. Don't forget, tweet us your questions, but don't shit yourself while you're doing it. Tweet us your questions at mind of the meaning on Twitter. Join the pod squad, patreon.com slash mind of the meaning. Join us each and every week. And ask your questions while we record the show. Meaning, what seltzer you got today, brother? I got myself a new one from, well, I don't know if it's new, but it's new to me. Uh, Polar. Nice. Seltzer. Orange vanilla. Ooh, that sounds right up my alley, pal. Uh, let me crack this bad boy. Up. There it is. is. Three, two, one. Man, that was a sexy fucking open right there. Yeah, man. Let's give her a sip here. Delicious. That's, that's a damn good drink. Nice. Nice. I'll have it's to a, pick some up. It's like a, like an orange creamsicle almost. Ooh, that sounds like a party. Vanessa says, ever- Vanessa says, oh, don't shit myself? Now you tell me. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. I'll poop my pants if I want. I'll spite shit right here. <laughs> I'll shit right now in this chair. <laughs> First question comes from the pod squad. Andrew Bailey wants to know, hey, does Meanie have any awesome or any kind of Harley race stories. God, I wish I, I've met Harley. 
uh, I've had, oh, I've had the pleasure of meeting Harley. And, uh, like I said, I think Chris Farley. So I was just like, <laughs> hello, sir. How you doing, sir? Hello, kid. And, you know, with this ceremonial, uh, hello, kid. How you doing? You know, kind of thing. So I, I, I wish I had a, a cool Harley story. Unfortunately I don't, but I can say, um, I down earth meeting him and, uh, that, that's, that's awesome. I, I I've lived in the good era where I've got to meet in some of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. Mark and Dryden's got two questions for us today. First one is depending on when you two record the show, how would you like to see Sasha and Naomi return? Do you think creative would let them either interrupt a match or a promo? beat the hell out of somebody or cut a shoot style promo. Have a, a like a new heart fucking thing where, Oh, I'm going deep on this fucking reference where, uh, just wake up from a dream. <laughs> yeah. They, they come back from a commercial and they play all these things. They play all the, the, uh, the news clips, the, the, Michael Cole running them down and blah, blah, blah. They've been stripped of the titles. Blah, 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 all of a sudden, they both wake up out of like a cold sleep. Like, oh, what was that? And, and Naomi goes, oh, I don't know. And they wake up and they got their tag belts on their shoulders. And they're yep. just like, oh, oh, you're still with us. And they give their belt a kiss. And <laughs> Sasha and Naomi yep. are back. Yeah, just like a little vignette where, you know, you know, they, they talk, play all the Sasha and Naomi clips, you know, all the fucking dirt cheat things, headlines, this, that, and the other thing. And all of a sudden they just pop up like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, it was all a horrible dream, you know, and they, they go, oh, hold on, where is it? And they both look on each side of the bed and on the night stand, they pull up a fucking, you know, they could do it like Lucy and Ricky style, you know, yeah. where they got separate. <laughs> They reach over to the side of that. Oh, our belts are still here. Yep. <laughs> yep. And, and they just go on from there and, you know, play live for the crowd and let them be the, uh, the laugh track or reaction track, you know, like they do on most sitcoms and that'd be great. Maybe I'll post that on Twitter. Maybe they could steal that one too. Steal it. If you're listening, cause Bruce, I know you're listening to the show, Conrad, I know you check us out. Go ahead and steal that idea for creative. Give it to Hunter. Uh, Mark and Dryden yeah. also said he was like, you know, what if security chase them and either they get kicked out or run away and commentary plays it off like they don't work here, like with Matt Hardy in 2005. I don't necessarily yeah. disagree with that, but I like your idea coming out of the dream yeah. sequence. I uh, I really enjoy that. It was all a dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, that looks like it's it for us. Oh, well, hold on. The, the yeah. uh, new heart reference was... He had uh, a show as Bob Newhart show or whatever. And then that got canceled. Then he had the other show, Newhart. And for the season finale of this, then the second show, he wakes up. He's with his wife from the first show. And he goes, man, I had this dream that I was the manager of a bread and breakfast in New Hampshire. And (laughs) he starts talking to his wife about the series he just, you know, his wife from the previous show yeah. talked about this show. If it was a, a dream sequence, 
I was thinking you were talking about like New Heart, like New Heart Foundation. I didn't realize you were talking about Bob Newhart. Bob Newhart. Yeah. yeah. Or you could do it like St. Elsewhere. You know, kid looking into a fucking snow, uh, globe. snow globe. Yeah. You see people bumping all over the place. <laughs> Just Sasha staring into a snow globe. <laughs> yeah. Do you watch St. Elsewhere? Do you ever watch that show? Uh, no, but I know. Howie Mandel and Denzel Washington was on it. That was about it. Yeah. And it had a really good theme. Yes. And elsewhere had a theme. And Flounder from uh, Animal House was in the show as well. But uh, It was? Flounder from uh, Animal House. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he was one of, the, one of the interns. Yes, you learn some, we learn something new each and every day. And we thank you, friends, and the pod squad, and our listeners for these questions. Don't forget to tweet us, ask Meanie, use the hashtag and we will ask your questions on the show. Blue Meanie, it is always a pleasure to be here with you and always a pleasure to do this show each and every week with you. Uh, don't forget, guys, I'm going to plug this for us both right now because we'll both be there tomorrow. Icons of Wrestling, Saturday, August 6th, this weekend. If you're watching this, if not, you missed us, don't forget to follow us again and watch us early so you can be there. Uh, come out and see us. Uh, but Meanie, where, where can everybody find you on social media? If you would like to follow the Blue Meanie on all forms of social, so, let me start that over. <laughs> sushi yeah. media, sushi media is where we're going to be, guys. We're starting up a new thing. I could go for some sushi. Shopper yeah. has some. Bad. Yo, Shopper has some sushi. I'm going to bring some sushi tomorrow. You got it, sir. <sighs> you got it. No, 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 no. no. Uh, <laughs> you're too kind. You're too kind. We'll be farting um, the whole time and be like, "Oh God, what is, why is this still in my mouth?" No, no, no. Actually, you know what? We have this uh, tradition, me and Mrs. Meany. Uh, today she'll, she'll be grilling, but tomorrow morning, this is going to be our breakfast. This is our new icons has become like a, a tradition for us because it's right around the corner from our house. It's our favorite thing. Yeah. So she's, and there's this like burger we kind of created. And I want to say other people took it, but this is our breakfast sandwich for specifically for icons a uh, cheeseburger with an egg on it on a blueberry waffle. Really? Yes. That sounds incredible. Blueberry waffle or apple cinnamon. Nice. But the, we went food shopping yesterday and uh, we got the uh, blueberry waffle. So, and we make our own cold brew at home. So she's, uh, we got the, uh, the uh, crafts that you can make your own cold brew at home and put it in the fridge. And so our breakfast, you know, this will be like the only thing we're ready for. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, tomorrow we'll have our, uh, and you can put a little bit of syrup on there, which is a nice fucking touch too. But, uh, yeah, that'll be our, 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 uh, our breakfast. So, uh, before, because, you know, before you know, we used to do icons all the time, we're like, what the fuck you want to eat? I don't know what the fuck you want to eat. And it becomes <laughs> this thing. So we have like some structure now for right. once, you know, we're like, okay, we're out these fucking cheeseburger, you know, cheeseburger sandwiches, cheeseburger, egg sandwiches on a blueberry waffle. So that will be our breakfast. Nice. But, uh, if you would like to follow the blue mini on all forms of social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, which I don't know, uh, at blue mini BWO on all forms of social media. Uh, if you want to support the Blue Meanie, go to prowrestlingtees.com slash Blue Meanie. Uh, I just got some really cool shirts up there. Shout out to Nick Clark, who did the, the parody of the Van Halen 1984 cover with a baby me 
baby blue meanie at the bar at McCusker's uh, instead of the kids smoking a cigarette. So, uh, yeah, you can get that at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Blue Meanie. If you would like to support Mind of the Meanie, uh, go to, uh, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie, where every dollar that goes, in, you know, comes from ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie goes right back into the show, helps us keep the, keep the lights on. Uh, so, uh, yeah, head over there. Uh, shout out to Rod Hicks and Collar and Elbow. Uh, Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. Uh, go to CollarandElbowBrand.com. Use promo code MEANY. Save 10%. Uh, they're doing great work over there. Uh, my favorite new shirt. Go to go to CollarandElbowBrand.com. Use promo code MEANY and buy the working stiff shirt. Because I looked at that shirt and I just laughed. I don't know what tickled me about it, but this the working hard, the working stiff shirt is fucking beautiful. Kind of, it's like these, you know, you know, block letters, but like with the, uh, I want to say the old school WWF Mirage, where you, it looks like you're looking into a mirror, kind of thing. Yeah, fucking shirt over at ColinOverBrand.com. Use promo code Meanie. Now, now that you bought these great looking shirts, and if you're a bearded fellow like myself, go over to MadCatBeerCare.com. Get yourself some blue spruce. Uh, I will have some blue spruce tomorrow at, well, a Saturday. At, oh, yeah, it is tomorrow. Dude. <laughs> uh, Man. I'm a dumb meanie. No. Uh, go to uh, madcatbeardaircare.com. Get the blue spruce. I'll have some with me this weekend at Icons. Uh, Josh Thornton uh, does a great job over there at madcatbeardaircare.com. Uh, all the proceeds go, uh, I don't draw a dime from anything over at madcatbeardcare.com because I am a cat lover and all the money goes to taking care of feral cats. Uh, you know, Josh Thornton does an amazing job over there taking care of the kitties. Also, uh, I kind of feel like a heel. I need to give a shout out to my boy, Jim Nelson at glaciersofice.com. Uh, Jim does phenomenal work. Uh, he made, is, I can't believe I'm oh, saying this. I can't, yeah. I can't believe I own them. Uh, a pair of three of three only handmade custom BWO Air Jordan one sneakers. He uh, made these bad boys for Stevie, Nova, myself. Each pair of these Air, you know, BWO Air Jordan ones took Jim 50 hours per pair of sneakers to make. And he made them for us. Um, and he does show, he does sneakers for Chappelle. He does shows for sure. He does sneakers for Dave Chappelle. He does sneakers for Wu Tang. He does sneakers for uh third base. The, oh, no uh, shit. The rap group. Yep. If you're, if you're from the nineties, like myself, uh, if you want, go to glaciersofvice.com to order yourself a custom pair of air Jordan ones. Follow him on social media at G O I kicks and uh, hold on before I continue with the plug for our folks on the Patreon. I was just going to say, I got to see those bad boys. Yeah. Here's the, here's the, he even sent it with a custom box. Sick dude. Yeah, that I'm, is I'm sick. a Sasquatch. I'm a Sasquatch. So I'm size 14. <laughs> it's got the BWO logo on the side. Uh, let me peel one of these bad boys out real quick. I know we're wrapping up, but... Hey, man, this is the mind of the meanie. Take your time. There's something beautiful about opening up a new box of sneakers where the smell of the leather just hits you. Yes, sir. Check out this bad boy. With man, the dude. Man. Yeah. 
smell the fresh leather, man. Good Lord. A little bit of a fresh, fresh and zero AD, sir. Damn. Yeah. That, that, you know what? That needs a fart noise. That needs a fart noise. You know what's even cooler? What's that? Uh, me, Stevie Nova, since we did the uh, kiss parody, mine on the front of the tongue has Gene Simmons' face paint. <laughs> Look at that shit, dude. Yeah. That is sick, sides. man. Yeah. Oh, so it's like his face on either. Oh, dude, that is so dope. It's yeah, the little it's attention always- to detail, man. That's fucking incredible. Yeah, Jim does a fucking amazing job. He's a good guy. He's an old school metalhead. Yeah, I thought we talk, we talk constantly, but uh, he did these shows shirt. He did these shoes for us. He did shoes for Edge. Oh wow, Edge is wearing. He did short shoes for uh, Shane Helms. Uh, so yeah, man. If you want to, if you uh, you know, got some money to burn, <laughs> and want quality footwear, go to glaciersofice.com. Follow me on social media at G O I kicks on all forms of social media. Um, but also if you want, uh, while we're up, if you want a, a special birthday message or holiday, well, wish good luck. Uh, how you doing? Go to cameo.com slash blue meanie BWO all birthdays, holiday, holiday wishes and well wishes. Uh, I've done some pretty interesting ones this week. Uh, but yeah, go to cameo.com slash blue meanie BWO. And, uh, I will, uh, try to make your day a little bit better, but, uh, most importantly, uh, Mr. Bernard, where can we find you? Oh, stop it. You flatter me, sir. But thank you. Uh, you, if you'd like to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Instagram and on Twitter at this is goober. Yes, it is my handle. No, I'm not changing it. It's a brand pal. You can also go to foundationradio.net and check out my other program there. Uh, like I said earlier in the show, I had a, just an incredible conversation with the producer and director of Unprecedented, uh, which is the three-part documentary series on the 2020 election, the final months of the Trump presidency, Alex Holder. You can go check it out right now at foundationradio.net. Uh, you can also support the show by going to prowrestlingtees.com slash foundationradio. Help me keep on the lights here at the Barnard Home for Wayward and Troubled Youth. And come and help out there. Don't forget to subscribe here, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. And also go to patreon.com slash mindofthemeanie and support and become part of the pod squad. One other quick note I wanted to make here last week. We talked about Jim Stakes on South Street. And they yes. currently have a GoFundMe that is uh, happening right now. They're trying to hit their goal of 100K. They're currently about a fifth of the way there. We're going to post the link in the show notes, but I highly recommend you go and donate. Uh, and, you know, anything helps them right now, but all the money goes to their employees right now. There is about 33 of them who are displaced and are not able to work because of the fire. Uh, so I think it's a great cause. Uh, get them back into business very, very soon. So go ahead. I'll post that in the show notes. Uh, so that way you can go ahead and donate. Pod Squad, again, thank you so much for joining us. We thank you all for listening to us every single week, starting your week off with us here at Mind of the Meanie. For the Blue Meanie, I am Adam Bernard. Join us again each and every week as we take a trip through the mind of the Meanie.
This episode of Mind of the Meanie was recorded and produced by Adam Barnard and was engineered by Carl Pinnell. Additional production and narration provided by Sam Kreps. Our executive producers are Josh Chernoff, Adam Barnard, and the Blue Meanie. Our opening theme is performed by the Swamp Candles. Our closing theme is performed by Chikara. The show contains original music produced by Enrichment. Get additional bonus content by becoming our patron on Patreon at patreon.com slash mindofthemeanie. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at mindofthemeanie. This has been a Butts Carlton Media Production in conjunction with the MLW Radio Network. Butts Carlton Proprietor. That was Blue Meanie's brain out. The world of MLW Radio never stops. 